you're almost famous. You just might find yourself live on air on WATD. Hour two of Almost Famous begins now. And welcome to the second hour of Almost Famous here on 95.9 WATD. Just rolling on to 9 o'clock exactly here on the South Shores radio station. My name is John and we are in studio tonight with the amazing Susan Catano. Susan, good evening. Hello, John. How are you? Doing great. Good to have you back. I'm so glad to be here. It's been uh, a couple of years, I think, since you've been here last. I think yeah. the last time you were here, you had... Um, the uh, the last new album out. Yep, which was Haunted Hearts. Haunted so. Heart, exactly. Yeah. What year was that? Was that two thousand thirteen? Thirteen. Wow. Okay, so it has been a, been a while. So I, I noticed that uh, the heart seems to be a theme in the uh, the album titles here. I know, and I don't know why that is. It just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, that does seem to be a theme because I had another one called uh, Heaven to Heartache, and yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a weird thing. <laughs> so for those who might not be familiar, who is Susan Catano? Who is Susan Catanio, the the magical mystery? Um, so I am uh, from New Jersey. Uh, I teach uh, songwriting at the fabulous Berklee College of Music. And um, I'm a singer-songwriter in the Boston area. And um, I'm very grateful that I get a chance to work with some amazing people in our music community. And I put them all on to my album. I can tell that. So <laughs> let's talk about the album because the album, is this out currently? No, it's not it's out not. yet. Okay, no. when does it come out? It, well, so I'm doing kind of a local release because I'm super excited because there are a lot of local musicians on it and I want to recognize them. So I'm having kind of a pre-CD release week this week. Uh, with two shows, one at the Iron Horse tomorrow night and the other one at Thunder Road on Thursday. And then the actual album is going to drop on August, in August. August Excellent. 15th, I think. So you still can pre-order it, which is really exciting. That is awesome. Yeah. And you actually get like a hard copy. A lot of um, musicians today are only releasing digital versions. This is yeah. actually not only one CD, but you get two CDs. I was just going to say like it's heavier than most CDs yes. because they're, I, you said like in hand I want to say in hands because there are there are two discs there. I decided to, uh, you know, everybody's been saying that the music industry is dead and that it's all about singles. And my response to that is, I don't care. I don't care. I had a story to tell that was longer than a single. And so initially it started out as just one album. That's what I was going to do. I was going to make an album. And then um, I had... songs? Well, I had 14 songs that I'd recovered, that I'd recovered, <laughs> that I had covered, that I had recorded. And um, I suddenly thought, you know what? I think I want to split it and write four more songs and do. Uh, we were talking earlier about the fact that Springsteen, uh, there was this HBO documentary on when he came out of writing Darkness on the Edge of Town, uh, he wrote The River. And The River ended up being two albums that one was a rock album and one was more of, of an acoustic, uh, you know, the, the ballads were on there. And um, I really wanted to kind of, ha I had a similar epiphany in my own music and really wanted to kind of do a plugged in electric album and a more acoustic folk album. Because I think that as a songwriter and as a performer, that's kind of what you get when you come to see me live. I have both sides of that in my show. 
and I wanted to kind of capture that in an album. So fantastic. Yeah. And um, if if you happen to be thumbing through uh, yesterday's Boston Herald, oh you may gosh. have seen a familiar face as well. <laughs> that was very cool. Uh, Jed Gottlieb is amazing. Over oh my there. gosh! Yeah, a that big was featured very article. Cool. That was amazing. And I I bought I bought all of them at the CBS <laughs> in Porter Square. <laughs> yeah, so I have fifteen copies in my house. <laughs> very nice. Can I get a signed one? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll bring you one. <laughs> Excellent. Well, let's play a track off of the uh, yet-to-be-released, but uh, you'll get a sneak preview tonight. The uh, Hammer and the Heart from Susan Catania. What are we going to start with tonight? All right, so when I started out to do this album, the reason why there are 40 musicians on it is because the past three years have been full of... Uh, wonderful collaborations with a lot of national acts and a lot of local acts of people that have really become my friends in the music community and I wanted to kind of have them all be part of it and I thought in these uncertain times uh, of the music industry I can't guarantee any kind of success for anybody including myself and so I came up with this idea of I can work hard but I need to love harder and so I wrote the song called Work Hard, Love Harder. And uh, the first song you're going to hear from it, I recorded with the Bottle Rockets out in St. Louis. And they're just an amazing rock band. So this is the rock version. I did also a folk version of it on the heart side. So this is the on the hammer side. All right, let's hear it. Susan Catano here on 95.9 WATD. <laughs>
Catania, 95.9 WATD. Cool job on that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Very cool. So the album is called The Hammer and the Heart, officially being released in August, but you do have a chance to pre-order it right now. How does that work? So um, I created a pledge campaign. So if you go to susanpledge.com, um, and what's great about it is that there are some really... It, well, you can get some wonderful gifts with the pledge campaign. Like we have, we have guitars on sale, for example, and uh, there are songwriting lessons on sale. So you can purchase the album and also purchase a songwriting lesson with me. So you're saying that what I have right here is a, a rare item right now. It is. It is. <laughs> you know, it. Nobody has it yet. So I, I can maybe get, uh, get my car paid off by throwing this up on eBay. Def. No. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. So, how long? Um, how long did um, would you say the production of this took? From maybe you know the the songwriting to the completion of the album. How long was that process? Um, well, it's so funny that we talked to Jenna tonight because Jenna, as I said, was my first time producing, and it gave me such confidence when I did her EP that I was like, I'm going to produce this song, my this whole cool. entire album, this double album of 18 tracks myself. Oh my god! And features 40 musicians, and had to travel and you know work in different <laughs> studios. So I think that if I had not uh, had in in answer to your question, I'm coming around to it. Is it took about I think I started recording in August of last year. So it's been, it was a long time coming. And That's so it, cool. It was something that it required uh, a lot of kind of thought and attention and creativity to even figure out who would be right for which songs. Because I went and recorded with different bands and did duets with different artists and, uh, you know, kind of putting that puzzle together was something that. Uh, it was really fun and really exciting and time-consuming. So. Are these all new songs, or do some of these songs go back a ways in your catalog? No, they're all new songs. Um, the one... I'm trying to look here. I mean, there there is one song that... Um, I wrote right before I record, like I wrote it two days before I recorded. <laughs> so it's brand new, brand new. And then there are other ones that I wrote, like there's one song that I'd written a few years ago and I didn't like it, so I rewrote it for this album. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. That's cool. Very cool. Now, as a songwriting teacher, do you, does, does that change the way that, that you write songs? Do you, do your students ever? sort of inspire you or, or make you rethink something that you've already written, if that makes any sense? Uh, definitely. I mean, what happens for me is that um, sometimes I'll teach a lesson on, you know, I don't know, for example, I'll, I'll, I had this one assignment where I wanted the students to analyze their favorite song and choose various lyric or structural elements in the song and then write their own song using those structural elements. Oh, wow. And so you end up with like a song that you love because it has the same things that your favorite song has. And I thought, you know, here I am. I have got to support that. I've got to see if that actually works. So I went home and did one for myself. And that ended up being one of the songs on the album. Oh, very cool. Yeah. That's so, excellent. Yeah. So they're, and they're, you know, my, my students are so talented and wonderful that... 
on in sheer talent they inspire me because I they're just so good they're so good and they're so young it's amazing to me that they can be you know 18 19 20 years old and play five instruments and already kind of have started to figure out who they are as artists I, I'm a late bloomer so for me I kind of came into it later in my life and I'm amazed to see them when they're they're already kind of deciding what they like to listen to and who they are as as performers and singer-songwriters it's really great do you have any advice for somebody who might be um, might be past you know the college age but still thinking of getting into songwriting later in life what what advice would you share with them that might might inspire them it might you know kind of um, well, light, light, the, light the fire well first of say. all it's never too late that's I think the most important thing it's really never too late and I think you have to have realistic goals about what you want from your success obviously I think that the window narrows a little bit because there is ageism in the music industry but I think that uh, you gotta <laughs> you gotta work hard but you gotta love harder <laughs> in the sense that you really have to love what you do especially now because yeah. there isn't there isn't really any money to be made in it and so it really has to be about the beauty of the craft and about putting something out there that you really are proud of and um, I think for any songwriter, no matter what age you are, you just have to work. You, you have to you have to keep working. You have to keep writing. You have to keep practicing. That doesn't ever change. So, good advice. <laughs> that is the voice of Susan Catania. She is in studio tonight. The new album is called "The Hammer and the Heart." coming out in august officially let's do another track off of this what do you want to play next well so i think i'm gonna i started you off with a rock thing but i think i'm gonna go to a, a ballad now um so uh one of the people that i was lucky to write with um is this amazing telecaster player singer songwriter named bill kirchen and he and i are actually doing the shows this week together as a co-bill and uh we sat down and wrote um, this song about the fact that we, we both have been married to different people uh, for a thousand years <laughs> total and we decided I had this hook and my hook was that's what's left when love goes right and together Bill and I crafted this song that I, I'm very proud of because it's about you don't often hear songs about a love that is longer than that first thing you know songs are always about like that rush of first love and, you know, like, oh, I'm going to get with you or I'm not going to get with you. And it either works out or it doesn't work out. And this is a song about a love that's that's longer lasting. And it's called uh, When Love Goes Right. All right. Let's hear it here on 95.9 WATD. And now, which track is this? So here it is. It's track, track number four. four. All yeah. right. I'm going to cue this up. This is 95.9 WATD. We have Susan Gatano in studio. Here's the track here on 95.9 WATD. Fireflies are sparkling in the August heat That's the main attraction out here in the yard On the very last of our lawn chair days We're leaning back to take in all the stars Heaven's coming down to this 
Just lovers in the night Nothing more And nothing less That's what's left When love goes right All the love that's come to stay In this old house You see it hanging in the picture in the hall We've made it through the hard times and a thousand tears Cause the thousand kisses made it worth it all Feels like heaven's coming down to this Just lovers in the night Nothing more and nothing less. That's what's left when love goes WATD. We have Susan Catano in studio tonight. My name is John Shea. And Susan, tell us about that tune. Well, so, you know, that was When Love Goes Right that we wrote together, Bill and I. And uh, we I decided to make it a duet. And it was beautiful to be able to sing it with him because he's got this great voice. He, he does. You he mentioned... could, like, read my phone bill and I'd be like, I will buy <laughs> my phone bill. <laughs> And that is off of the Hammer The Hammer side, yeah. Of uh, the Hammer and the Heart, 
new album by Susan Catano officially out um, this coming August, where you can you know buy it in all the the typical music spots. However, we just got a, an, uh, an urgent phone call asking, is it going to be available at the shows? Yes. So I am bringing a. As I say, I'm a I'm a, a million seller. I have a million of these in my cellar right now, and I'll be bringing them to uh, to the Iron Horse tomorrow night and to Thunder Road on Thursday. So you can you can buy an album that is not out yet. It's That's very exciting, amazing, and uh, you know, bring a sharpie. You might get it signed too. I totally will sign it. <laughs> <laughs> now, forty artists are took part in the recording of this. Yes. Any of those 40 artists going to be appearing at these shows? Uh, yes. Uh, well, Bill is doing the show with me, so he'll definitely be, be there. And I have some special surprise guests. Ah, uh, so going to have to show up to find out who they are. Yes. Well, yeah. <laughs> or find I mean, out the next day on Facebook. Exactly. Well, I, I'll tell you that, uh, that the Boxcar Lilies are going to be joining me tomorrow night. I definitely know that. And then... For Thursday night, the local scene, we'll see. I'm not going to tell anybody. Gotcha. <laughs> Sounds good. That is the voice of Susan Catania. We have to take a quick time out, but we have more with her, more from the new album, and more stories to tell right here on 95.9 WATD after this. We're just as frustrated with the big recording labels as you are. And I'll tell you why I can't put up with you people, because you're bastard people. We just don't have the people skills to express it. Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. And we are in studio tonight with Susan Catano, singer-songwriter extraordinaire. New album in the works right now, and uh, good to have you back here. It's great to be back. so nice. I'm very proud of this, so very proud to to show it to the world. <laughs> well, I can hear why, because it's like I was just saying during the break there, it's very well recorded, very well produced by you, in fact, Thank which you. is amazing. And uh, you uh, you said you got your inspiration for, uh, to produce this from working with Jenna Lottie. I did, yeah. I don't know why. It gave me the courage to, to just go for it, so. <laughs> Fantastic. we got a couple of shows coming up this week, actually, uh, tomorrow and Thursday. One on the North Shore, one uh, here in the city, right? Uh, Northampton. Northampton. Yeah. Where's so, Northampton? Northampton is west. West, okay. Yes. Sounds gotta, north, but it's actually west. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to head out there. and uh, so Iron that's Horse, The right? Iron Horse, yeah. And that's tomorrow night at 7 p.m. It's and it's great because it's a it's an hour of Bill Kirchen and then an hour of me and you could be home in time to watch the 10 o'clock news. Sounds great. Yeah, it's good. What is your website, Susan? Where can people find you online? Where can people go to pre-order the album? Well, so they, everybody can go to susanpledge.com. And that's where my pledge campaign is. And you can pre-order the album. And you can... you can. I, I had a guitar made at one point, made out of an oil can. And we can produ- they they can produce them, which is really... That's amazing. It's really cool, actually. <laughs> How does it sound? It sounds good. <laughs> It sounds like it's, you know, it's got this uh, Americana root sound to it, is how I would describe it. Very nice. I like it a lot, actually. So which, which what number album is this for you? Five. Is it really? This five. is five. Wow. But, you know, I kind of took a little detour into pop country for a, a little bit and then lost my way and found my way back, is how I would describe it. <laughs> Now, for a little while, too, you were a songwriter for others. Could you yes. talk about that? And I still do that, actually. Um, I write. I, I was writing a lot with country artists down in Nashville, and now I'm writing with local artists. So um, 
Jenna and I wrote together. Uh, Janae Halstead and I wrote together for her album. Dennis Brennan and I wrote together for his album. Steve Mayone. Um, Jake Bush has a new project coming out that we wrote a song for. So um, I love songwriting. I love songwriting in any capacity. And so um, co-writing is one of my favorite things to do. Primarily, well, for a lot of different reasons, because there are different kinds of co-writing that you can do. You can co-write where you're the artist, and you can co-write where the other person is the artist. And when you're the artist, you know, it's really important that you kind of retain some of your identity as you're writing the song. And when you're writing for other people, I, I liken it kind of to building a house where... I'm your contractor, and my job is to make the house that you dream of. And so whatever that means, I'm in charge of hiring a, or, you know, creatively putting together the house so that it fits what you want. Um, and so I did, a, I, I still do, you know, a bunch of co-writing with people, and um, it's it's wonderful to kind of share the creative load. I like writing by myself, too, because, you know, you really you really write what you want to write um but i think co-writing there's this beautiful blend that happens when two creative people get in a room together now could you give us an example not to put you on the spot but an an example of how a co-writing session might work well so i like to come prepared (laughs) so we'd probably you know if you if you and i were going to write a song we'd get into a room together and i would have brought a bunch of lyric hooks that could be titles of songs or even like a little section that I'd written a verse section or a chorus section or I'd something worked something out on the piano or guitar that was a musical riff and we would just sit and talk and you know what I love is when we're having a conversation and the songwriter across from me will say something and sometimes that's the song so sometimes I bring a lot of stuff and we write that but other times the creativity, the spark kind of happens while we're in the room together. Excellent. So, yeah, and then like four hours later, we've probably hammered out maybe a verse and a chorus, and then we keep working on it. Was that the case with the song we're going to hear next? Yes, yeah, so the ne- next song we're going to hear is uh, The River Always Wins, and Mark Arelli and I wrote this together, and uh, we it, it turned out just that way. We, he came over to my house, and we were talking about uh, he was playing the guitar. He was playing this riff that's actually at the beginning of the song. And uh, I had something, a song about something about the river. And we were talking about the fact that my house had water damage and, uh, you know, that water always finds a way. I love that. You know, the water always does find right. a way. And then Mark said, well, you know, and the river always wins. And that was the impetus for the song. All right. Let's hear it. Susan Catano here on 95.9 WATD.
95.9 WATD. My name is John Shea. This is Almost Famous, introducing you to the world of local music every Tuesday night from 8 till 10 p.m. And we are in studio tonight with singer-songwriter Susan Catano. Good evening. Good evening. <laughs> that was cool. Now, tell us about that track that we just listened to. So that was a co-write with uh, the wonderful Mark Arelli, who is one of my favorite songwriters. And, uh, and we just got together, and he had that great guitar lick and that was kind of where the song started so. and i'm not used to hearing too much you know grit when it comes to margarelli so that was kind of cool to hear a little bit of a yeah uh, an edge to some of his stuff and you you did great i i was uh, talking off air there um that i was digging the uh the vocal effect on that yeah. tell us how how you pull that off well, so I have to give credit to where credit is due, and Lorne Entress uh, helped me produce that vocal, and he set up two different microphones, one that gave a real crunchy sound, and the other one was more like a straight, warm sound. And so we recorded the whole vocal on both those microphones. We had two different tracks, and we could decide how much of the crunchy one we wanted to put onto the, the beautiful one. So you end up with a really cool vocal. Fantastic, and you mentioned too that was a co-write, and that well, that's one of those songs that just kind of just built from a, a random idea of yeah. just a, a talking about water, talking about stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> Excellent. Let's talk about the shows again because there's two coming up this week. You're uh, you're a busy person this week. I am. I am. I'm so excited. So um, on tomorrow night. Uh, at 7 p.m. at the Iron Horse, uh, Bill Kirchen will be doing the opening hour, and then I will follow for the next hour with my full band. It's going to be a wonderful big sound. And then on Thursday night, it'll be at Thunder Road, and at 9 o'clock is Bill's hour, and then I go on at 10 p.m. until I feel like stopping. That sound until they kick you out. Until they kick me out. <laughs> I like that. Too late for me, but I like that. Oh, John! <laughs> I'll buy you a coffee. That sounds with good. With Kahlua or something. <laughs> Drive me home, too, afterwards. There you yes. go. <laughs> I'll need that. So, this is a double album. It's called The Hammer and the Heart. You can get a copy at either one of the shows coming up, or both shows. Get two copies. You could. or Yeah, <laughs> definitely. One for each hand. So, we are uh, on the hammer side right now, but let's uh, flip decks here and go to the heart side. Yeah. What are we going to hear next? So, um, the next song I'd like to play is uh, another co-write with a dear friend of mine and a wonderful singer-songwriter named uh, Janae Halstead. And... um, Somebody had posted, I'm sorry, I don't have the name. I'm going to have to look it up on my phone. But somebody had posted this thing on Facebook about grief. And um, it was this article, I want to say by Tim, Tim somebody, I've got to pull it up. Uh, but the, the, the thing was that not everything happens for a reason. You know, people try to kind of find ways to... You know, when you're going through something really hard, people are always like, oh, well, you know, it was meant to happen. And this was an article about the fact that sometimes things are just really hard. And the phrase, which came from a, a woman whose name I will pull up and let you know after we play the song, um, she wrote in an article that some things can't be fixed, they can only be carried. And I was so struck by that. And so Janae and I sat down and wrote this song that's called Carried. And um, funny thing about that song is I wrote it. And, you know, you don't know why you write a song. 
Well, two and a half months ago, I took a, a headfirst fall down a flight of stairs Ooh. and broke seven bones and required surgery. And it's been a really rough recovery for me. And I am finding solace in this song that I wrote because some things can't be fixed. They can only be carried. And I've really felt the meaning of those words. So it's almost like I didn't know that I was going to need that song. <laughs> I wish I didn't need that song. But every time I sing it, the first few times I had a rehearsal and I sang that song, it made me cry because it was like, yeah, I'm really in the weeds here in this recovery. Um, but I'm better now. But so the song helped me get through it. Isn't that funny? That's amazing. Yeah. Let's so, hear it. Carried. Susan Catano, WATD.
95.9 WATD, Susan Catano there and here in studio as well. Nice job on that. Thank you. Thank you very much. Tell us the story behind that one again, if you don't mind, because that, so, that was really beautiful. Thank you. That was a co-write with my friend and wonderful singer-songwriter Janae Halstead, and uh, it was about a quote that I found online called, Some things can't be fixed, they can only be carried, and I thought that really, really resonated with me. So Excellent. And uh, you can carry home a copy of the new album <laughs> oh that. john that was fabulous at the uh, cd release shows or not the not the official cd release shows but the two shows to kind of promote the fact that the cd is going to be released in august however you can get copies at the shows yeah and right? also well and if you buy the the album you can you get a free download of it right now so you can get a download of the album yes. right now and have it in your hands and or not in your hands. You'd have it on your computer. <laughs> Gee, I wish somebody would call in and explain that in I wish somebody detail. would do that. I wonder who... Hopefully somebody will do that. <laughs> but I don't know that he got the message. <laughs> let's uh, let's keep on going here with tracks off the album. When do okay. you want to play next? Um, so I think I, I gotta have... I, I took a chance and I recorded a cover of... So, okay, let me explain. In my four albums before this one... I had never recorded a cover because I pride myself on being a singer-songwriter. So I do not... I was like, well, I'm going to put my songs out there. I'm not going to cover somebody. But I wanted to do that on this album. So it's albums. So there are two covers on The Hammer and there are two covers on The Heart. And one of the covers that I want to play that's on The Heart... I took on David Bowie's Space Oddity. Because if you're going to cover somebody, it might as well be Bowie. Because you're going to be cover somebody. Yeah, and um, this song happened because I did a show with two wonderful songwriters by the name of Amy Fairchild, whose new album is out and it's really good, um, and Todd Tebow, who also has a new album out that's really good. And we were doing a show, and unfortunately, Bowie died that week. And we decided, oh, well, we, we have to do a Bowie song. So we stripped down Space Oddity, and what's really cool, I think, about the version that is on The Hammer and the Heart is that if you listen to the David Bowie version, it's almost like a day in the life in the sense that it has 4,000 instruments on it, and there's almost this like ascending crescendo note thing that happens that's very similar to what the Beatles did on A Day in the Life. And what I did was strip all of that away and I think you can appreciate the song for it just being a song. Um, I stripped it down to its lyric and music, and so it's very sparse. Um, Amy and Todd are both playing acoustic guitar, and uh, and then I had uh, Lorne add little notes of kind of percussion and kind of electronic sound, but f- kept it very, very minimal. And mainly it's about the voices and the song. All right, let's hear it. Susan Gatano and her take on Bowie's Space Oddity, 95.9 WATD.
95.9 WATD, Susan Gatano and her Spacey take there on Space Oddity. That was incredible. Nice Thank job you. on that. Thank you. Thank you. Very cool. Uh, featuring uh, two guest vocalists as well. Yes, Amy Fairchild and Todd Tebow. It was really beautiful to sing with them. Amazing. We have a phone call. We have the man, the myth, the legend, Dino Catano, <laughs> joining us on the phone tonight. Dino, where are you at tonight, man? I miss you here. I am cooking food for the dog. Yeah, he's cooking dog food. Holding down the fort at home. <laughs> what, 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 what are the dogs eating tonight? Turkey and peas and uh, carrots and sweet potato. Sounds like the, uh, the kitchen timer going off in the background. It there. is. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So, Dino, I know you had a big hand in this project as well. So, tell us what the other details are for this coming week. Uh, this coming week for this week, yes. So, we're playing on Thursday at uh, um, at Thunder Road. I would say actually something that Susan has on measures is uh, Bill Kirch and kind of the Telecaster. He's also doing a three-hour workshop at uh, Stababan Luthery, which is in Somerville, about on Somerville Avenue, a few blocks away from Thunder Road. It's called And uh, if you take the workshop, it actually also includes admission to the show, so you can have a full Kirchen day. Excellent. And then, as I said, Bill is going to do one full set. Susan is doing two sets with her band, um, you know, band that features Andrew Jones on drums, Richard Gates on bass, uh, Jamie Walker of the Swinging Stakes on guitar, Rene Dupuy on vocals, Jimmy and piano, Jimmy Ryan on mandolin, and Michael Bean on lap steel and pedal steel. Aren't uh, you in the band as well? What? Aren't you in the band as well? No. Uh, no apparently I'm not allowed. He's not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, yeah. No, I'm not allowed to play with this band. I do play <laughs> every once in a while with my own band, Disaster and the Designated Drivers, but I don't get to play in Susan's band. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I sense the heartache there. There is heartache. <laughs> There's a lot of heartache. But, you know, I have to say that um, I, I really would not have put out this album without Dino's help. You know, Dino's my manager and my husband and my best friend. And um, we I had written Work Hard, Love Harder. And I kept trying to think of, like, what graphically does that look like? And I had these terrible images of me wearing a Rosie the Riveter outfit, like, work hard, love harder, woo! And Dino said, before you totally freak out and throw the song out, let's just think <laughs> about, like, what would graphically, what would that look like? So maybe work hard, there's, like, a hammer, and then for love harder, there's, like, a heart. And when he said that, I was like, oh, that's the title of the album, The Hammer and the Heart. So I would not have had The Hammer and the Heart without Dino's help. I love it. Dino, we have to take our final break of the night, and then we're going to play our one last song. So thank you so much for checking in. Best of luck with the two shows this week. Thank you. All right. Take care. All right. 95.9 WATD. We have one more track from Susan right after this. And we are back here on 95.9 WATD. Susan, thank you so much for coming to Marshfield tonight. John, thank you so much for having me. My I, pleasure. I love it here. <laughs> so the album is The Hammer and the Heart. There's two shows this week to promote the album, one in Northampton, one in Somerville on Tuesday and Thursday. Wednesday and Thursday. Wednesday and Thursday. Yeah. Tonight's Tuesday. Yeah. So that's tomorrow <laughs> and Thursday. Yeah. 
And uh, what's the website for, for more information on uh, the, the Pledge music? SusanPledge.com. All right. I'm like Cher. You just need one name. That's exactly. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> what are we going to close out the show with tonight? So because I'm doing the two shows this week with the fabulous and wonderful Bill Kirchen, I wanted to close the show with another song that we co-wrote, which is called In the Grooves, and it's about our love of vinyl records. Excellent. Peter Black and the Wide World of Blues comes your way next here on WATD. 